sincerely don't believe they should be letting that bulldog skateboard. No. No, it's got a pre-existing condition. It can't fucking breathe. Like, that's not a safe activity for an animal that can't breathe. It's got a, it's got a low center of gravity, though. Yeah. That's true. Right? Am I using that word right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, it yeah. is. It's... It is a low center of gravity. It is, it is low to the ground. Why don't we just say it's low to the ground? Yeah. yeah. Is the center of the gravity center of gravity in the center of the Earth? Yeah. In right? terms of the one that affects us the strongest, yeah. I mean, okay. with the possible exception of the sun. But, I mean, we're not like, you know, standing on the sky near the sun, so. Maybe you're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gravity's weird. Yeah. Um, it's also weird that, like, we haven't gone very deep into the Earth. That's because it doesn't go down very deep. Yeah. Because it, it's a flat plane. Right. Okay. Have you guys seen Giant Earth? No. Oh, man. This is amazing. It's like flat Earth. But, but bigger. It, but, like, <laughs> on the other side of the ice wall yeah. is, like, a bunch of other stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like Atlantis... And like some other place, like Asgard, ISIS, ISIS. I what? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Apparently, if it's a that's terrorist organization, yeah. or if it's the Egyptian goddess. I'm not sure. Maybe both. Maybe both. How How did you guys find out I don't about? Know. It was on Twitter. Giant Earth. It was on. It's somebody shared a oh, wow. image. We, of, we did our own research. Yeah, we did our own research. See, this on is Twitter. this is what I'm missing out on now that I'm. Off I know of the bird site. Big mistake, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say, I have reclaimed that scroll time. And it is beautiful. Good. I'm, I'm very happy about it. That's what are awesome. you scrolling on instead? Um, a little bit on Instagram, mostly under like the Ironweeds count, yeah. you know, just trying to post stories. At uh, Ironweeds pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, other than the Instagram, uh, which is not nearly as addictive to me uh, as Twitter was, um, just been like real busy, you know, I've been like doing a lot of brewing and like cleaning up my house and doing work, you know work at my job is like really intense but i started uh listening to octavia butler's um parable the sower uh which is really heavy yeah and yeah. it's like a sort of post-apocalyptic like uh post like climate change acceleration you know uh, they don't really talk about like what exactly was the thing that threw people into sort of a chaotic uh place but it's very weird you know it's like um juxtaposed between like trying to make sure my tasty homebrew is like properly transferred like into the keg and like just hearing about the most like, like depra- shooting, shooting yeah. wild dogs. And yeah. Stuff. Most yeah. depraved yeah. violence and yeah. like, you know, um, just, uh, social stratification. Yeah. To, like horrifying yeah. levels. It's a great book if you've never yeah. read and or listened to it. Yeah. I'm just realizing recommend. how much I hate the word tasty. Tasty? I hate that word. <laughs> Don't tell my brother. <laughs> that is, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like all over this room. Like, I know, it is. That's my brother's skateboard I don't plan. like the sound of it. No? Yeah, and also the debate about uh, canard, canard. I've settled on canard. Yeah, that... That's the best of both words, worlds and very close to the original French pronunciation. Yeah, that bit on our last episode was much more controversial than I would have Yeah, expected. I was not expecting yeah. that. Um, yeah. And I also wanted to, uh, you know, do a little self-crit. And uh, when I was tr- saying that shit's canarded, I was trying to use canard as a verb, which is to say, like, something that's a canard is canarded. But 
Uh, so, not uh, the R word. Yeah, it's listen, not, yeah, not a lis- yeah. A listener reached out and was like, "That made me feel pretty bad that you're trying to like say you know that word without saying it." And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah." That was not the intention. Not the intention, but right. uh, you know, not a good choice either. And you know what? I've been held accountable and keep it coming. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes you <laughs> <For> can't. <me. laughs> sometimes it would like never occur to you that that would be an interpretation until you've been told. So thank you for reaching out and letting us know. Yeah, I mean, that, it was definitely the wordplay that I was doing, but like I was being insensitive. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, I got to do better. I, I can't believe that the Black Eyed Peas like <laughs> have a whole song. <laughs> David does this every once in a while, where he's like, "I can't believe that Black Eyed Peas song." Well, you have to understand, uh, younger listeners, um, that word went through a very quick falling out of uh, t- taste in our social yes. arena. Like yeah. it was on the word lips of like every teacher, <laughs> like every like middle school kid. Yeah. Like, it was for, every. It was same everywhere. with gay. Yeah. Like yeah. it used to be perfectly normal even among like kids adults liberals even to like call things gay yeah and then there's also that uh um what was it 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 was a a a, um john stewart a daily show segment where dennis kersinich uh was saying that he wanted to get a uh a trans person on the federal bench and john stewart has a very very terrible joke about oh really about that yeah that, interesting and that's that was 2004 i guess we have gotten slightly better in the way that we yeah. use some words yeah I'll, I'll you got you got to hand it to us <laughs> what have, is we, we yeah. as a culture a very very small amount of progress on some things yeah you know just we, we're arcing toward giving a shit about more people which is at least at least in our language we're, we're in, not we're not actually improving their material conditions at all <laughs> uh we're but we are being nicer yeah. to yeah. more kinds of people but hey, anyway i did start. put the word canard in the most recent reaction bonus episode uh, nice. just despite everybody <laughs> smart smart uh let's see here spite hmm i'm trying to segue into our first story here but it's challenging, so maybe we just say what it is. Uh, m- more more <laughs> cops have died from COVID than anything else this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, well, that yeah, is true. Yeah, it was something like a... Uh, it was a lot. To, it was pretty much all of them that died this year. Died from COVID? Died from COVID. Yeah. Fuck. So, why, why are they so pissed off at Antifa? <laughs> yeah, right? right? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. you'd think that they'd prioritize the the real cop killer in the room i don't think i ever saw a troy police officer wear a mask i have i've seen a couple did you okay yeah but most not in yeah. even during the, the the peak of it like yeah. when randall french died like they people weren't wearing masks at his funeral yeah and there were a bunch of people yeah. at it yeah and, and we they were weren't all even supposed to together. be having funerals at that point yeah well yeah. I, I guess maybe not funeral it was like at the memorial service they had like a like 21 gun salute full you know you know like because they're a military (laughs) yeah jesus christ yeah so this cop uh 33 year old denver sheriff deputy daniel duke he went by duke true trujillo trujillo um died from covid and all of his facebook shit is just about like how okay so like here's one it's his it's his picture where he looks like an absolute tool. I'm going to link to the Twitter thread from Ken Klippenstein in the show notes, but 
surrounded with a green circle that says, I don't care if you've had your vaccine. And then there's another one that, that has a Boulder police badge with a thin blue line. And then it says, I have an immune system. Some other banger posts from this guy. Uh, Before you shame me in public for not having a mask, ask yourself one simple question. Will this mask stop an uppercut? Oh, oh so shit. Cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, this guy is super cool. Um, his death has been ruled uh, uh, killed in the line of duty. Well, yeah, I mean, he was. He was posting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say, like, yeah, no, if you're killed on the job, you're killed in the line of duty, you know, in terms of just, like, the most strict definition of it. I mean, you could be, like, idling your car in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot and, like, you accidentally, you know... Shoot fr- your dick off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your gun just goes off uh, in your leg or whatever. And, like, yeah, that would, uh, that would be in the line of duty, technically speaking. They, cops, like, they juice the numbers so much on who is killed in the line of duty. And yet, their job is still safer than, like, pizza delivery driver. Yeah. Like, even though, you know... I bet a lot of pizza delivery drivers died of COVID, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But sorry. My my point is, like, you know, all of these absolutely absurd, uh, you know, stats that go towards how many cops and how they are killed in the line of duty and stuff, and it's still, like... Way more dangerous to be an electrician. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It's, you know, COVID's gun for us out here. And it doesn't matter if you got a bulletproof vest or an immune system or, uh, you know, threaten to uppercut people who uh, want you to potentially not spread a dangerous virus to them. Yeah. It doesn't care about any of that. Nope. No, it doesn't. No. I was it was even as late as um, this, this spring. Uh, you know, like at the Troy Farmers Market, you know they they still have you go in like a controlled, like line through all the vendors. Yeah, it's yeah. outside, but it's outside and everything. And you ha- and they have like access points where you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. There's a fucking Troy Police Department sitting, standing like right in front of the entrance with no masks on. Like what? Why are you there? What? What are you doing? Yeah. Make, making sure people don't steal goat cheese. But like, w- yeah, you know, cough, are you gonna, you get, you're, you're gonna cough on them if they do. Like, what? What's your? Uh, I don't know. What? 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 What's your it, point here? And now that they're doing all that filming downtown. Oh yeah, yeah. There is. There's just like always a idling police car, just like sitting outside the the film location. So we go. It'd be fun to find out how much we're paying them for that. Yeah, you know, do some some foil searches to yeah, see I how wonder much if, they're paying yeah, overtime for that. If HBO is kicking in something to the city, I mean yeah. they have to, right? They're like no. totally monopolizing like a, tons of intersections and. Well, they have to get permits. Yeah, and those cost money. Yeah, and they are stimulating our economy. Oh yeah. Oh uh, well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, that's a ton of people. They ton all of people. have to buy shit. They all have to have breakfast. Coffee. Yeah, all, everybody. Yeah, I, I did know shit here, so I was walking. Um, downtown, and I heard someone complaining about Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> like, like they were, like, as if like they're like tired of working with Aaron Sorkin. Like okay. I, I, I no shit heard that. It, interesting. Is uh, is, he seems quite tiresome. Yeah, so I believe it. <laughs> yeah, is Sorkin involved in the Gilded Age? No, but you know he's like an HBO, HBO guy. Yeah. So like, uh, I, I, we're just like infested with HBO people yeah. right now. But uh, yeah, there's there's like several metric tons of dirt. 
like the, yeah. just all over the streets down there to, they like, poured make dirt it, all over the street yeah and, and they got like the big wagons with like the big wooden wheels yeah out and there's That's horses cool. yeah yeah it's pretty cool you got some horses yeah i mean and also all of the um uh, you you can uh, find the post on uh, Ironweed's uh, Instagram, but basically, like they have all of the the windows done up with like old timey advertisements, like that are just like you know Hardee's, like the the best shoes you'll ever wear, you know, like <laughs> uh, cigars, cigarillos, pipes, tobacco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it look, yeah, it looks pretty charming down there. Gotta say, maybe I should go check it out. I haven't seen it. Yeah, gotta gild that age. Yeah. um so let's talk about this uh encrypted radios thing yeah we're gonna stay on cops for a little while yeah we we got some cop shit to talk about today so um there was a 5-2 vote for taking from our meager general fund that's uh you know for potholes and for you know general like city needs um vote to now have six more officers And then there was a 7-7 vote from the city council on taking the police scanner chatter off of unencrypted channels and putting it into private encrypted channels. A 7-7 vote? Yeah. 7-0. 7-0. Yeah, Yeah, it's my bad. They they voted for it before they voted against it. 7 out of 7. Well, and that was because we got this this federal money for anti-terrorism, right? Yeah. Yes. And... Uh, they were like, I don't know what to do with it. So they decided they were going to encrypt all radio, all radio transmissions yeah. within the Detroit Police Department. Well, and they already had encrypted channels. Yeah. Like we knew right. that. Yeah. Well, like the police departments around the country have declared BLM as a terrorist organization. So it makes sense that, you yeah, know, sure. they want, you know, people who, uh, want to defund them are terrorists and need to not listen to what they do in the public service <laughs> on the radio. Well, and they said it was to like protect so that, they, so that, you know, sensitive information didn't get released. If that's the logic, then it's not anti-terrorism like that. If that was the actual logic for encrypting radio transmissions, that sounds like a misuse of funds. So like, just say what you, what you mean which is that we don't want activists knowing our movements. Or just the general public. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, but the general public, by and large, doesn't give a shit what cops are, like, yeah. cop movements. Like, yeah, I mean, that's true. They're not afraid of, like, moms in the suburbs, like, monitoring police frequencies, you know? Though they should. Maybe they should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, I, um, no, the, I, well, one, we're, we're not the first city to do that by far, right? We'll right. link in the show notes to like, uh, like a, lot of, a couple places in Wisconsin. It seems like the Midwest uh, started this off first. Everything I saw about encrypted police channels yeah. is, that, is in like the Chicago area or Wisconsin or something. I saw Kenosha was an early adopter of uh, encrypted... Um, Kenosha? Kenosha. Did I say... Oh, yeah. Kenosha. Yeah. You know, where... where uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, shot a bunch of protesters, yeah, and everyone um, loves yeah. him for it. Uh, Rittenhouse, Kyle, Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. I wanted to say Dylan Roof, but that's yeah, it's a He's different white supremacist. Different, yeah, it's a different white supremacist. Yeah, uh, hard to keep them all straight. <laughs> yeah, it's really it is. It's hard. They how, all look how the do you same, keep all these white supremacist yeah. shooters straight in your head? It's it's challenging. We need a spreadsheet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, it depends yeah. like what fast food they got on the way to jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah, well, and, and it's also kind of ridiculous, like, the argument that it's like, well, we can't let the protesters find out what we're doing on the radio, because one, 
all their good shit they they already talk about over their phones. Yeah, right. That's the one thing. And then the second thing is that like that shit's delayed. Like the at the being yeah, able it's got to, like a two minute delay. Yeah, it's got like a two minute delay yeah, that, on, before like, you website. hear anything. Yeah. So like, and they can switch channels. Yeah, yeah. There's frequently. already like they private can, channels. Yeah, they can do all sorts of stuff to keep it this way. They just don't want to like even have to bother with like trying to like avoid public scrutiny they yeah. just want to be completely in, uh uh opaque yeah it's like all the time i don't yeah. know what generation they're gonna call the ones after the zoomers like i don't know like the doomers yeah i, <laughs> I think zoomers are doomers aren't they uh i really i don't know i mean it's gen z so yeah. it's like the last generation right real ominous there yeah um, they but, call them the Omega. Yeah, <laughs> Omega. That, that would be cool. Yeah, so the uh, the Zoomers are going to be talking to the Omegas in like five years, and they're going to be like, when I was your age, we used to smoke mango blunts and listen to the police scanner and just like know exactly <laughs> like what the cops were up to like in our neighborhood, and they're going to be like, okay, Grandma. Yeah. Come on, let's get you to bed. Yeah. A mango Back then can't you could fit buy in a strawberry blunt. vapes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> menthol cigarettes i have to say like it, this is unrelated well it's only related to vapes but like it is i'm so fucking furious that there's nowhere i can go to get flavored vape juice for my vape i'm having to like break the law to get it <laughs> so congratulations on your laws that kept everybody that your new laws that keep everybody safe from the dangerous dangerous strawberry flavored vape juice yeah I'm now breaking laws to get it. Yeah, prohibition. In a, in a parody sense. In a parody satire <laughs> Un, sense. Yeah, unactionable. Because I would never actually break any law. Oh, and speaking of, um, uh, you know, parody satire, did you guys see that uh, Apple Podcasts now has the ability to, like, search podcasts for topics? Yeah, it's and great. So, does that mean we get free transcripts of all the shit we talk? Like... I, they, I don't they exist want transcripts somewhere. of the show. <laughs> yeah, they exist somewhere. Someone, before, ha- someone has them. <laughs> like I say things on the show that, you know, audio is, is a, a bit more ephemeral than the written word. Yeah. Only because somebody would have to listen to Takes our time. show yeah. to find out all of the horrible things that I say <laughs> on it. But if it's written down somewhere, it would seriously change what I feel comfortable saying on the show, which I should probably already do that because, yeah, they can algorithmically search through the audio. Yeah. For various words and topics and people that you mentioned. Yeah. So that's awesome. And that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like, did you guys... Uh, we, we covered it, actually, I think, like, a year ago. The deep fake shit that they're going to be able to do with the three of us. It's going to be... Yeah. yeah. Like, we have how many hours now? This is... Uh, this is episode 99. Take, episode 99. Know, yeah, Cash Money Records taking over. Um, uh, Send us and, your Q's and your A's. We're going to do a Q&A next episode. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be fucking awesome. So... Send it to ironweedspod at gmail.com. <laughs> um, and we already got a couple, uh, which I'm really yeah. excited to discuss. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for writing in. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, the uh, deep fakes. Yes. Um, yeah, we would totally, they'll, they'll be able to have us say in anything. That's fine. You know, I, I, I and honestly, I won't rem- be able to tell if it was. Uh, Actually, something I said or not? <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh shit, that is shit!" Did I say I that? It's oh, very offensive. <laughs> that, that must be out of, out of context. Out of context, I didn't say it. I don't. I don't <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have said that. I, I disavow myself. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that what what, what 
life's all about. Yeah, being is becoming. Denouncing and, yourself. Yeah, denouncing yeah. your your previous self. Uh, Every day, I'm a new person. Yeah, and uh, you can't hold that old person accountable. No, that person's They're gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, encrypting the radio. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not really like going to change the the field of play significantly no, really because like if you've ever. Like, I've done this before where you monitor police scanners while, uh, uh, like, an action is going on. And it's very difficult to get any useful or meaningful yeah. information because they're already talking about those things in a private channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, or, or in code, where, like, they're saying, yeah, like... Yeah, or so, it's so much of it's in code, too, yeah. 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 Which you can look... You can, like, do pizza. the research and find... <laughs> <laughs> Extra pepperoni. You can, like, do your own research and find out what some of those codes mean, but they vary from municipality to municipality, yeah. so, like, it's, you know... It's just one more thing that they're doing to just reduce even the slightest transparency. Yeah. Battening down them hatches. Yeah. Um, and so, do you want to talk about this? You watched this whole city council video, right? That's uh, taken from this Carmela thing? Not the whole or, thing. I didn't have the, the stomach whole... for it. Okay. But, but I did watch like the three or four minutes around the uh, audio we're about to listen to. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this was in response to, I don't even know what, what like... Was this the police scanner shit? No, no, no. This no. is it was by about, ATVs. Yeah, yeah. This was okay. So this is in response to the six officers that they hired. And these are quote unquote community police officers. Um, and the whole call for community police officers um has been, you know, going on for at least the last decade. And the idea is, you know, I thought was to try to make cops less likely to brutalize people by like embedding them in the community and like having them That's like... That's what you thought? Yeah. Well, you it, fucking idiot. Well, no, no. But you know, <laughs> in, in, ter- sorry, in, sorry, in terms joking. of like the... You rube. You fucking <laughs> dumbass. Uh, no, like I, in terms of... um the selling point on it, mm-hmm. right? right. Like, what the fuck it has is been, the, yeah, that's yeah, been the selling like, point. Like, who, what the fuck is a community police officer? And it's like, oh, it's just not some guy who parachutes in from Saratoga and is scared of everybody. It's like the guy that walks the beat and like, you yeah. know, knows the neighborhood kids and like plays ball with them, like on, you know, or like opens up the fire hydrant every so often, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, no, it's, uh, it's just trying to develop a snitch network. Yeah, like, that's, that's all community that's, policing has ever yeah. been. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. COINTELPRO in your neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is, coincidentally, the only form of policing that actually reduces crime, statistically speaking. It makes sense. It's snitch networks. Yeah, yeah. It, and it makes sense. It's like, you know, the idea of... Uh, the, I li- watched some like, YouTube video on, like, what would it be like to have anarchist police? Like, what if we lived in a post-revolutionary society where, like, there wasn't hierarchical command and control structures? Like, what would policing look like? Blah, blah, blah. And it's basically this. You know, it's like the idea of people, like, going out and, like, you know, just developing interpersonal relationships with everybody so that the community is, like, connected in terms of an information-sharing network that looks out for the well-being of everybody except, except that well there's two things like well, one i ha- i don't know if i've seen any data that says like community policing after community policing is instituted crime goes down no it's not that it's beat cops are the only type of policing this is something that i've i've read yeah. i don't know maybe a year ago when we were talking about this topic right um yeah. that like st- like numerically speaking beat cops are the only form of policing that actually um like actually walking causes around crime numbers things. to go down yeah. and it is because they create snitch networks like yeah. that's what they do yeah and the and the, the the snitch networks are um 
yeah, are, 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 are really what's, it's almost like outsourcing the actual work, right? To the people. And then like the police officer is just like the person that like you just tell and then they go arrest the person. Yeah. 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 So let's actually play this audio. Yeah. From Carmela, and then I think that'll give us a good. I I think that'll give us a good inroad to what you're talking about, Chris, mm. like post revolutionary policing and the difference between what this is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What really separates us from Schenectady, Schenectady and Albany is our community police efforts that are going to dig deep and go into the neighborhoods uh, shortly. Because what I hope to see is actually be proactive in our neighborhoods get some of the folks to rat on some of these ATV users. They know who they are. They know who the illegal violators are in the neighborhood. They know where they're being stored. And I truly believe that with that intel, with folks uh, actually communicating with our community police officers, talking to them, building relationships, that that's going to be a huge difference in our neighborhoods to get folks to actually step up to the plate and talk to our community police officers and other officers about these violators. So I think the message is clear. We're going to hit you hard with three grand, but we're also going to hit you hard in the neighborhood with the intel, with the community police officers who are going to be grassroots talking to the neighbors and people aren't going to be so hesitant to come forward, hopefully with the tips to actually turn these people in. So, okay. So in this audio, she is talking about, uh, get some, get some of the folks to rat on some of these ATV users. And so if you're not like local, um, and maybe even if you are, maybe you don't know, but we have an epidemic (laughs) of wheelie kids and ATV kids. And they Shout out to are, the 518 Block Boys. <laughs> <laughs> they are irresponsibly using recreational vehicles to have fun. You're only supposed to use those in parks after downing a 12-pack of Natty Ice <laughs> and then, you know, like playing chicken and uh and causing severe bodily harm to you and others that's the only (laughs) that's the only way you're supposed to use these things you're not supposed to use them for being cool yeah holding up traffic (laughs) looking dope yeah like you can't do that and i'll be be, i find these kids annoying but i find all kids annoying (laughs) and i live in a society full of annoying people and i just deal with that like it's okay yeah to be annoyed by things yeah you don't have to fucking build a snitch network. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you know what's loud and annoying? They're cars. Carmelo Mentelli. <laughs> yeah, Carmelo Mentelli. Hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, cars All are cars. loud and annoying. Trucks yeah. are loud Mo- and annoying. Motorcycles. Uh, dogs. But I would um, never think to say like, okay, well, if your dog barks a lot, we're going to seize it. Because that's annoying to your neighbors. Yeah. Like, no, you just, we live in a society. We have to deal with each other's annoying shit all the time. Yeah. And as a benefit of that, we get access to, like, the electrical grid and public water (laughs) and shit. Like, that's the trade-off. I put up with your shit, you flush my shit away. Yeah. Yeah. And And so... Virtuous cycle of shit. And so, like, Chris, you talking about, like, what would an anarchistic model of, you know, policing to the extent that it would be anything remotely like policing would be. And it would be something like this, right? Community policing. People who exist from within the community who are part of it, who enforce whatever 
rules we decide are appropriate to enforce. Yeah, yeah. The, and the community codes of conduct and, yeah. like, sa- enforcing safety, which is to say, like, if anybody's being a danger to someone else's health and safety, it's like, whoa, bro. But this is so obviously about enforcing the respect for property, right? And because property that's, values, And property yeah. values, because that's what Carmelo Mantello and these people who are obsessed with the wheelies and the ATVs, that's ultimately, like, what they're most concerned about. But, but they're not concerned of the property rights of the ATV owners, because no. they're, like, you know, uh, some of these local jurisdictions uh, that have been, um, like, seizing um, uh, the ATVs and dirt bikes and shit... Like charge like twenty five hundred dollars to get your Wait, motorcycle, like, which yeah. is like not even fucking worth ten it. times the cost of the like you know maybe not bike. ten times well, but yeah well, like yeah. a dirt bike I mean no you might be able to find one for two fifty but like yeah. it probably won't run yeah. but like yeah, yeah, yeah anyway yeah. Uh, anyway it, I don't know how much things cost <laughs> too much money basically is the point it, but they're, they're basically they're stealing it they're yeah. stealing it yeah, yeah. they're yeah. stealing yeah. it they're just like show that they really don't care about the property value or the property rights of some people yeah big you know triple parentheses some people when we talk about the rights of property we're almost always talking about land right yeah because that is uh pretty much what or the means of production but otherwise like you know People's, yeah, people's personal property, the state doesn't give a fuck about. Yeah. That's why if somebody steals your car, the cops are going to be like, well, better write a report and then do exactly zero things about it. Yeah. Or they'll like find somebody and they'll be like, based on their demographic or like their look or like what flavor vape cartridge they smelled when they opened the vehicle, they'll be like, oh, this money? Yeah, this is crime money. This is getting, you know, <laughs> like this is going into... You did uh, crimes to get this. Yeah, this is definitely crime money. Or you're going to use it like, to do more crimes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the thing about, like, that's so rich about Carmela Mantello is like, we don't even need a snitch network to know that she did an aggravated fucking, like, DUI road rage incident and basically got away with this scot-free. Yeah. And like, if we're talking about community policing and like keeping people safe. People like Carmela Mantella are the people who need to be policed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like without the threat of, and I guess it's not even a real threat. Like she's probably going to like listen to this podcast episode and then just fucking down a liter of like vodka and just go on a fucking road rage to my house. Like <laughs> actually, I think she drinks, uh, I think she drinks gin. Oh yeah. Yeah. If I, re- if I remember correctly it, from back she- when I used to, bartend and she would come in and get absolutely trashed and play creed for hours <laughs> she, she would order like a triple triple put creed on the jukebox and not tip and not With tip arms wide open. <laughs> she, in her defense she would start tipping later in the night like after her fourth and then i would get a dollar per drink but by that point of you know anyway whatever carmela mantella's drinking habits are frankly not really but the drinking and driving is a public concern. And like, yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's real rich. And, um, well, I got a DWI. I wasn't even at fault in the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I passed a field sobriety test. The only thing you... I failed was the, was the breathalyzer. Oh, and I shouldn't have even been given a breathalyzer because I fat passed the field sobriety test. Interesting. Which was what my lawyer told the court. So they knocked it down to a DWAI. And do you know what I got for that? What? I paid $2,500 to the court. I had to take a nine-week course. I lost my license for a year. Um, I had to go to a bunch of other shit. Like, I had to do a bunch of shit for it. Wow. It was very expensive. It was very expensive. It was very time-consuming. And I couldn't drive for a year. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't even get an actual DWI. 
So like, I don't know how the fuck Carmelo Mantello got got out like well. scot free that way. Well, of course I do. That's stupid. Yeah, that's stupid to say. Of course I do. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I say let let those uh, ATV runners um, tear up the asphalt. Um, you know, it's better than the fucking trails. Like, you're not going to run over some endangered fucking snake and like, you know, <laughs> like Lansingburg, yeah. you know, boulevards. Yeah. yeah. Like, ATVs and, and recreational vehicles, like, for the, for the, uh, actual, like, outside are, like, pretty bad for the environment. Like, they do a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're, like, these tiny little, like, what, like, two-stroke engines that, like, well, just, like, nothing is filtered. And yeah, the, just... the, 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 the fuel is a lot, but just, like, it, you, the, um, just going through various, I don't know. Not my cup of tea, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. I saw some kids riding by with them and they all had like Black Lives Matter, like painted on the side of their motorcycle. That's the real shit. problem and right just there. Like, and that's, yeah. I was like, you know, all power to them. And also the, the wheelie kids, like just, I hope they don't get hit. That's all. <laughs> I hope they, they have lots of fun. The and thing don't is, get hit. the places they do it in, cars are traveling like 30, 35 miles an hour. Yeah. You can be like standing in the road with no protective gear on doing nothing and get hit by a car going that fast and be like pretty much fine. It's just not that fast. Yeah. There was, I was coming home um, like two weeks ago and it was like dark. And I had, was on a motorcycle and I had like a little bit of schmutz on like my, my um, what do you call it? Like a uh, face shield. And enough that it was, like, getting a bunch of glare from, like, headlights. And this kid, like, pulled right, right in front of me. And, like, had I... I had somebody riding in the back. I had my wife riding on the back. And so I had to, like, not stop so fast as to, like, launch us both. Mm -hmm. But, like, it was real close. So, anyway. It's scary. I've had, yeah. them, I've had them go in front of me when I was going, like, 35 miles an yeah. hour. I'm not saying that, like, it's good or I like it or that, like, we should encourage it. Yeah. But they are... They're, they're kids. And, and kids, they have as much entitlement to the roadway as I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. They, you're like, that's the and thing doing too. a wheelie ain't illegal. Yeah. And it's cool. <laughs> it's like, cool. The point is, fuck, like, the point is that it's cool and they're being cool and we can't criminalize being cool. Being cool. Yeah. Otherwise, what kind of society are we... Are we building a very here? boring one? Yeah. yeah, but that is that I that is something that is I think really important is that they have just as much right to the road as we do. Like yeah. that, yeah. it's not like some god given like ordained right that like your Toyota Corolla <laughs> like is should be in the road and their their bike shouldn't be. Like, yeah, yeah. Not... and the fact that a dirt bike it, it, that is like safe to ride isn't quote unquote street legal, and a motherfucking Harley Davidson that has like 180 decibel fucking yeah. like muffler like right out in front of my fucking house like at 10 in the morning or 10 like you know 2 a.m like that's fine that's yeah. like a six thousand pound pickup that's lifted six feet yeah. off the fucking ground that you can't even you're not even capable of parking let alone driving <laughs> properly but yeah those people can share the streets with us that's fine yeah I'll, I'll, i guess this is just like uh we should ban f-350s <laughs> we should ban f-350s <laughs> Yeah, motor vehicle classism. That, that's all this is. Yeah, it's like you know the um, the Harley Davidson company um, allegedly. Uh, I don't have like a source for this, but somebody told me, and it makes sense. Uh, lobbied to have the um, like audible, like um, basically exception to for their extremely fucking obnoxious like vehicles because like they like yeah. somehow made it like okay for like Harleys to exist. Like, even cool. though they're incredibly, incredibly loud. 
for no fucking reason other than, you know, to and be like, really not loud. good for your ears. No, of course not. It's fucking ridiculous. Like I have to wear earplugs inside of a full uh, face shield helmet and I ride on a bike with like ridiculously quiet muffler. Like it, the muffler actually muffles as opposed to like being a resonant chamber. It's like, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just like, sorry, we can. I don't know what I'm going to do with that <laughs> audio. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, <laughs> I'm just going to drop the volume yeah, in on yeah, it like yeah. a please, lot. Please. But, uh, no, it'll be good. Yeah, be no. Good. Um, all right. So. Sort of similar, you know, part of what Carmela is talking about here is is not dissimilar to, like, broken windows policing, right? You go after the small crimes, you target neighborhoods, you go after the small crimes, and then that prevents the bigger crimes, is the theory. Um, And, in fact, the uh, uh, sheriff of, I guess this is the Albany County Sheriff, right? Yeah. Says... um, that they, in Albany, they will be focusing on, quote, low-level stuff like traffic violations, which he says uncovers drugs and illegal activities. Quote, we will start with the broken windows theory. Absolutely discredited racist theory yeah. of policing. Very Absolutely d- ridiculous. Widely discredited and incredibly harmful to the communities that it's unleashed upon. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have in the in the show notes, I, I think we'll, we'll put in there this WBUR um article that uh kind of breaks down what like the history of broken windows and why it's bad but you don't even really need to go that far into it to just know that it it criminalizes being poor pretty much like if there's stuff that isn't you know you're like literally a broken window or like the you, you know graffiti stuff like that like all these things that are Either poor people are unable to deal with because it's expensive to replace a window or clean up graffiti, or because it is a form of expression that, uh, uh, you know, you're not, um, you, you, you would be entitled to, uh, otherwise if you were a, a rich person because you could afford to have a, like a mural put up or something, you know, I, I don't know. It's, you know, it's like, you have no control over the over your city because you don't own anything yeah and so you you might tag something or you know find some other way to that isn't like great to live around but is also like for you maybe the only way that you can show that you have any sort of sense of ownership over a place like that's the kind of stuff that you get um you know you'll do like a three strikes law or something and end up with 20 years in prison for tagging a bodega or something you know, yeah it's really ridiculous like i mean stuff. the underlying logic of broken wind so like you know the the exper- the uh what was the it? Zimbardo, Zimbardo experiment, experiment yeah. was to like leave one car in a rundown neighborhood in new york and another car in a nice neighborhood in california somewhere and um you know the car that in like abandoned the car the one in the rough neighborhood was like immediately stripped and like you know beat up and and the one left in a nice neighborhood was not touched. You're so, like, aha! It's but the- <laughs> like, so it's like a backwards logic, though, because if you interpret that experiment as, oh, okay, so like crime happens more in these shitty neighborhoods, so we need to enforce the law more in those shitty neighborhoods. When in fact, it's like, no, something with valuable resources is going to, of course, be stripped and used in a place that's full of poverty yeah people who are desperate and like the difference between you know ripping the rims off that car and not is like i can eat tonight yeah yeah and the underlying like the the sort of if if broken windows theory could be said to have a heart 
that heart would be people are less invested in a community that is run down Mm -hmm. and that leads to crime. Mm -hmm. But the answer to that question is not to police that community more. It's to give them the resources to create a community that they can feel invested in. Yeah. It's like, instead of finding them for having a broken window, it's replace the the fucking window. window. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's, um, there is no correlation between like, instituting broken windows policing and a reduction in crime right like that we they you can't find that well isn't it that there's a correlation but it's not causal because there were other factors that led to the decrease in crime that's what the article says anyway well well, what what the what the article says is that like in the 90s crime crime plummeted and there's no and it and it plummeted in places that did not implement yeah Broken windows, right. police. Yeah, so right. yeah, so yeah. so when when like Rudy Giuliani is like America, I reduced crime because of broken like the, windows, the lead and the gasoline or something. <laughs> that was a, they say that was a big part of it. That, that could be that's usually that been attributed it. to the right to the serial killers. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, no, phenomenon. The, but. the uh the um Brennan Center for Justice tried to figure out what actually caused the plummeting in crime. In, in American cities. And they said that one was uniform crime reporting so that police departments could tell each other who they were looking for. That did it. That did something. And that's kind of it. That's <laughs> so just information uh, sharing between. Yeah. I really do think information unleaded sh- gas played. Information sharing, <laughs> the uh, um, environmental um, uh, factors and. Um, rising incomes are are also yeah the 90s was a boom period yeah like that like that that last time we had a federal surplus yeah in terms of the uh treasury yeah but but uh like putting people in prison uh broken windows theory that's just none of it correlates with with reducing uh crime just doesn't so i'm very glad we'll be doing it in albany then yeah yeah given all the Robust evidence that it will certainly make Albany better. Yeah. No, what what uh, you do see a correlation in, a very robust correlation, is that cities that rely more on fees and fines for the revenue streams have more black people in them. Yeah. So, hmm. it's, it, it's, so lots of cities uh, that uh, have um, uh, uh, strong fees or, like, really expensive fees that... Uh, uh, are structurally required for their um, budget are usually just um, uh, uh, criminalizing poverty and making it expensive to be poor and be black. Usually, uh, and uh, it was, I think it was, and then use it, that money to fix the streets in white neighborhoods. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or to pay police officers that don't even live in that city. Right. They, they yeah. live in the the white suburb outside of it. Yeah. That that's um, Ferguson, Missouri. There's something like one in three people uh, had some sort of bench warrant out for something. For like not paying a, a fucking fee. Parking for, ticket. Parking ticket. Yeah, or, or fee yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And there, there was, it was, it was just astronomical. Like the amount of money that each person just didn't even, probably didn't even know that they had to pay. Because like a lot of times, like, especially if you're poor, you're moving a lot. The records are bad. Or out of date, so or like the city's bad at sending. Yeah, or in the city's bad. Yeah. yeah, so like they don't, they just don't even. They haven't even been told that they owe some money, and then it 
then you get late fees on top of the fee on top of the fine and so it's just like all of a sudden like you you, you get pulled over for a taillight and you're like oh we have a warrant for your arrest you owe actually owe us like nine thousand dollars and we're like what what the fuck are you talking about yeah yeah Oh, that's a uh, uh, yeah. So that's, community policing. Yeah, folks. community policing. There's a if you want to know more about like um, how community policing is a racket. There's um, a, a couple of good lectures you can just go and find in YouTube. We're not don't bother linking in the show notes. Just go to YouTube. Y o u t u b e dot c o m, and in the search bar you uh, search um, uh, Don Mitchell. Uh, Don Mitchell is a geographer at Syracuse University has done a lot of good stuff on how community policing just doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah. There's a new book out uh, called Mean Streets that I've been meaning to to look through that has some stuff on that too. Good Marxist professor. Badass. Geography. Yeah. Cool. We love our geographers. Yep. Okay. Quiz. Quiz time. All right. Mm-hmm. Where are nuclear weapons? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, hmm. we got we got the the trident, right? Yeah. So we got our strategic ground based siloed intercontinental ballistic missiles, right? And those yeah. are mostly in like deserts and places that, if they were to get bombed, would like be uh, low in civilian casualties. Yeah. Though we also have some in like some farms in the Netherlands. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, and then yeah. it also, the, the, the Trident is the ground based strategic ones, the air based right. ones that yeah. are like, they're on, just like constantly flying yeah, around all the time. Flying around, you know, scrambled yeah. jets that have nukes. Um, and then just the, Jesus Christ. Why? That's <laughs> a terrible idea. Yeah. 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 And, we're, and, we're, and we've only got two. Crash? Um, you know, an international incident. Yeah, okay. like, so for little, sure. A little okay. international I mean, incident. They, they tend to fail safe. They don't like, you know, the, the timing involved in detonating a nuclear device is really specific. So, like, if it gets, like, blown up, it becomes, like, a dirty bomb. That's all. So, yeah. That's not so bad. Yeah, not so bad. And did that, that, like, happened once in, like, North Carolina or something. And they're yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. We just can't find it. Oops. Uh, <laughs> and then, then the third part of that trident is uh, the subs, yeah. which are also secret. Like, we don't, it, only All certain of these pe- are secret, right? Yeah. They should be. I mean, they're nukes. Yeah. It, it, I think it's good to keep anything about our <laughs> nuclear weapons arsenal secret. Yeah. And so, for example, if you were to use some sort of publicly available flashcard study system to remind yourself where everything is and, like, uh, passwords and shit like that, <laughs> you know, like, that would be bad, right? That would be really, really bad. Uh, what if the password is where the nukes 69 <laughs> yeah. but the e's are threes yeah and uncrackable. the a uncrackable is an at symbol yeah 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 I, yeah i, I feel like that's wrong. a pretty strong password yeah. yeah yeah i'd say so okay so i feel like we're we're probably leading listeners on along too much uh so it's possible uh, yeah. yeah uh so um there's this really great crowdsourced um uh investigative journalism pr- uh system called bellingcat which is a reference to something that i'm forgetting but um it's really cool you should you should if you don't follow it Sorry. like you should it, it's it's re- they find some really interesting stuff and one of the and what they recently found is that um you know our our, our poor troops you know the troops you know they, they, they have to them. they have to remember a bunch of stuff about like 
what like which missile silo is actually hot which one's cold because we you know we switch them around all the time and they have to remember that stuff mm-hmm. and so they use flashcards but they use like the same flashcard system that you would use to like you know pass your biology yeah. 101 final you know so like these these uh um uh study systems like chegg is is a big one so you're you're saying they need to be encrypted <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> For real. So, uh, apparently as late as, like, 2013, or, like, they've been around for as long as, like, 2013, 2012, are just, like, publicly Google searchable, like, flashcards of, like, which bunker in the Netherlands uh, were keeping active nukes. Yeah. (laughs) And how to get in, like, how, how to, to get, how to use them. Yeah. 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 And there, well, and there's stuff like, um, I, I forgot what they're called, like, uh, like the code that, uh, um, that secretly tells the person on the other side, like, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like if someone has a gun up to your head and like, show me where the nukes are or, you know, uh, and you, you say like, Charlie Bravo Tango or whatever. And then like the person on the other side is like, oh no, that's the, like, distress call thing or something like say so that on there and all the all this shit that is wow. like just basically so, so very very important uh they reveal not just the bases but the exact shelters with hot vaults that likely contain nuclear weapons they also detail intricate security details and protocols such as the positions of cameras the frequency of patrols around the vaults secret duress words director dur- Duress, under duress, yeah. duress yeah, words yeah. that signal when a guard is being threatened and the unique identifiers that a restricted area badge needs to have. It's like literally everything. If you were watching like <laughs> Mission Impossible, <laughs> like this is the recon they would be doing to steal a weapon. And so where are these uh, flashcards stored? In a hot vault? <laughs> <laughs> no, they, right? They're on these um, uh, these study websites. Like... A set, a, a set of 70 flashcards titled study, like, like with an exclamation yeah. point, on Chegg, which is like one that like my students use to like plagiarize stuff, um, <laughs> uh, uh, like has exact shelters containing weapon systems. And, so, and so they have like screenshots awesome. where they're like, how many WS3 vaults are there on the uh, Volkel ab? I don't know. Yeah. So maybe you're and wondering. It, and it's like 11. Maybe <laughs> you're like, wondering how they even found these. Yeah. By simply searching online for terms publicly known to be associated with nuclear weapons, Bellingcat was able to discover cards used by. So they literally Googled the words <laughs> and they found. I mean, like, it's Ooh. it's almost too. It, it's like it it almost like rounds the corner of like not even being scary because so, it's so fucking funny it's yeah. just like so this isn't even on the dark web this is like no. listed like you know um key, googleable yeah, yeah googleable yeah. like what do they call that like keyed yeah so, yeah it's like some sets made on cram and quizlet other like study tools were traceable as usernames included the full names of the individuals who created them holy shit others used the same profile picture shown on their linkedin accounts even in cases where it's not immediately clear where the user was located, the military base to which their flashcards refer to can be deduced from what they were studying. Some flashcard questions seen by Bellingcat include what to yell to an intruder in the social in the local language, local laws, the names of squadrons, zones, and buildings. Uh, I mean, it's all really useful information. Yeah, you know? it's all. But I just like information yeah, I, wants to be free. <laughs> 
I love I love the idea of like yeah like you were saying Brittany you know, like you know, like it's some like Mission Impossible thing like all the information you would need to like be the evil villain that yeah that like breaks into but, but usually that involves like you know like Jason Long like hacking into something right and they're just like we're in and they're just like oh man we just found like yeah, it's the fucking Ocean's Eleven shit yeah like, but no it, but right but it's but like, like instead of having to stake out the fucking nuclear weapons base you just like yeah. do a Google search for fucking how many cameras in like Google it, number of cameras in nuclear test site or in nuclear weapons arsenal yeah. site it's like, they're like 14 yeah <laughs> here's fucking Johnny Rogers uh uh uh, Flashcards. Uh, flash yeah. yeah. Do you want to know where the name Belling Cat comes from? Yes, thank you. There is a medieval fable about a bunch of mice who are talking about how to make a cat harmless. Ooh. And one suggests hooking a bell around his neck. And all the mice like the idea, but none is willing to do it. Mm. So this is the this is the idiom belling the cat. Ah. Just to make something uh less dangerous by shining a light on it or, or alerting you to its presence yeah, yeah very yeah. good name yeah for, it's really for good. an outlet yeah the um the, the the american hero um robert evans uh writes rebelling cat oh and uh during most of his coverage of the um uh civil unrest in the pacific northwest over the last year um mm-hmm. it's very good check yeah. it out yeah so yeah our you know most powerful military to ever be seen on this planet <laughs> one really big weakness is that we just like have a bunch of chuds that bunch of dumb guys need to learn need to study yeah <laughs> i hope they've since like put it online. <laughs> I, I i hope that like the flashcards got deleted before they published this article <laughs> well you know like i'm glad everyone's fixing all these windows because like if they weren't i might be interested in like getting involved in like an ocean's 11 to aisle you know kind of nuclear uh, bomb heist yeah you know sure, just like it, small crimes lead to big crimes yeah what, what can you say um the this is crazy and uh one of the reasons that if i were to become uh president of the united states through some type of uh fucked up chicanery <laughs> i would unilaterally disarm our nuclear arsenal completely unilaterally just be yep no more nukes for us at all um, because no more nukes for everybody uh, sort of guarantees that we don't nuke the planet. But what are you going to do about the other countries' nukes? Yeah, Come just, on, you listen to war as a racket. Mutual yeah, disarmament is is a is a dream. Yeah, I think that you don't do it mutually. You literally just do it, and you lead by example. Because, like, you know, the the weapons can't really be or shouldn't really be used. And the idea that if we were to disarm nu- our nuclear arsenal, that like um, we'd get nuked question mark is so no, low it's not you that know we'd get nuked it's that we wouldn't have the level of like weight to throw around we wouldn't have sure we wouldn't be a power a world power anymore Good. <laughs> <laughs> and you get elected on that platform i know <laughs> but, but uh but yeah no the uh like there have been so many close calls and the severity of a fuck up in regards to our nuclear arsenal is so high that like the value that it has as a deterrent or whatever the fuck else is completely outweighed by the existential risk to our entire fucking species and civilization of like keeping these weapon systems online. Like some of these were done with like wiring techniques that have been like banned since like the sixties. Like some of these uh, nuclear silos 
have like pin and spun wires around like doing all the electronics. This was before the fucking microchip was invented. Like this is so ancient and long ago. And, um, you know, the Obama, um, uh, administration put like something like a trillion dollars into like modernizing the nuclear arsenal, which involves like basically like taking down these things that like literally a mouse could like set off arm again, uh, <laughs> and like trying to like, you know, make it, um, you know, more fail safe, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we have so many motherfucking nukes. We've got like thousands of them. We have enough to turn the earth into a memory tenfold. Like yeah. in just us. Not even talking about the Russians, the Chinese, the Israelis, the, you know, that's like... The, these, the French, apparently. I had no idea the French have nukes. <laughs> I'm still shocked by India. that. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, there's no fucking reason to have these things. And like, there's no way that anyone else is going to start dismantling their uh, arsenal while we don't. Yeah, of course. You know, and so it's just like, it makes no fucking sense to have these things. And like... I hope it doesn't come to it, but like, it's extremely likely that we're just going to like one day accidentally just nuke the fucking planet. Like, you know, we've been walking on a tightrope since the forties and we haven't fallen off of it, which leads us all to think like, Oh, we can do this forever. But like, we're still on the tightrope. Like it, we're still like one fuck up away from like nuclear Armageddon. But think of all the plans you would be able to cancel. You know, just really oh, like God. Yeah, so much nice. stuff you wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have to, to do. work yeah. for a couple of weeks, probably. Yeah, we'd all get off of work. Yeah. Yeah. Think of how many new podcasts it. would be started. Yeah. So these flashcards, though, are sort of necessary because uh, the, people keep failing their tests. Like it, the n- nuclear division of the United States military is considered like a career, like dead end. And so nobody wants to be involved in it. So the people who get like assigned to it are apparently like, you know, the the laziest and like you know Good. like Good. least. Jesus and, fucking Christ! And oh they, god, and the the tests that they've been doing, people have been like failing them like ridiculously, like to the point of like sleeping on the job. Like they do like a you know like a raid like uh you know scenario, and people would just get you know caught with their pants down like over and over and over. People not knowing the fucking codes. People you know like breaks in chain of command and like just basically any problem that you can imagine. Yeah, I remember this being reported on years ago when that nuke like went missing <laughs> for like a couple days. I don't remember a nuke going missing. I'm trying to remember. It was years ago. Yeah, I don't remember the details. <laughs> I don't remember about any it, details it, about it, but but anyway. basically, like you know, it's all shrouded in mystery. But like, there was a bunch of reports that were like, "Oh yeah, like we're abysmal in our <laughs> uh, nuclear <laughs> deterrent like capability and like you know uh, maintenance of these world ending civilization ending um, instruments of death and destruction." <laughs> we're such a cool country. <laughs> <laughs> we're such a cool species. Yeah. Like, it's just I, I I don't even fucking know like. Neato. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So this was like a big, this was, you know, back when we were still like talking about Sheikh Jarrah like all day, every day. And now, even though it's still happening, like there's only, this is like, there's only so long you can talk about the same thing. Yeah. When the same thing is just happening. Um, it's, it's challenging to keep things in discourse. Yeah, so for very long, there's been a ceasefire, but but now we're just back to the regular grind. Israel broke it like almost immediately, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So, but there just hasn't been like significant retaliation because, yeah. you know. So, uh, there was this uh, viral video of this settler, Jacob Fauci, um, who is from Long Island, who was, I'll, I'll play the audio from the, from the video, but he's basically standing in the backyard of this Palestinian family and stealing their house. Jacob, you know this is not your house. Yes, but if I go, you don't go back. So what's the problem? Why are you yelling at me? I didn't do this. I didn't do this. But well, you're you're you're, it's you're, easy to yell at me, but I didn't do this. Yeah, you are helping. stealing my house. And if I don't steal it, someone else is going to steal it. No, no one, no one uh, uh, is allowed to steal it, Yami. We should, like, you, you, you can hear his voice. Like, it. this isn't like the ancient war between religions or something. This is a fucker from long, long island, island stealing jew. someone's house yeah this is a long island <laughs> jew traveling to palestine and stealing somebody's home like this is colo- this is not neo-colonialism it's just colonialism it's just colonialism a white dude from long island <sighs> stealing someone's house with so, the premature improm- impr- this is gonna be another canard right imprimature <laughs> imprimature imprimature i think imprimature of uh of the state of like the state of israel which is the state of the United States. Yeah. Just steal a house. Uh, well, you have to understand that that land belonged to his uh, ancestors like about 3,000 years ago. So, I mean, he's really just taking it back. Right. It's... Sorry. They're, they're, the, yeah, one, they're no. the ones that are stealing it. <laughs> I, I wish I could know. That's literally the argument that they yeah, make. Yeah, that's so it. That's like the argument. Even, you know, you crack the joke, but then it's like, yeah, that's, that's what they say. But it's ultimately just racism. And um, so this guy who is a uh, historian of the Middle East went on Facebook to track down Mr. Jacob Fauci and see what he could see. And I'll post a link to the Twitter thread. But um, he's kind of exactly what you would imagine. He uh, compares um, vaccine passports to apartheid. But not zionist expansion of settlements and you know walling a ghetto of the most populated you know density of people in the world that isn't apartheid no but the vaccine passport they're not people so okay he wears a fedora he wears a fedora so you guys have seen this white woman right who who runs a like a a hat shop she's she like prints hats and she made this little yellow star that says like unvaccinated and it's like the Nazi like Jew star that no fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forget you're not on Twitter. So you're <laughs> missing all the good stuff. Oh my God. So yeah, this woman makes this patch and she's selling it and instantly loses a ton of her, uh, like Habidashery, uh, customers. Yeah, yeah. Clientele. So Jacob was, was on it back in February. He posts a picture of himself outside the Western wall in Jerusalem with a patch superimposed on it that's in Hebrew says not vaccinated. Cool. So there's that. Um he bought a Nazi dagger. Yeah, he bought a na- well, I don't understand that. Uh so he's also a Kahanist, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um which is basically like a religious political position that's like um like very like ultra nationalist, very far what right like ethno religious like Yeah, he's like a yeah, he's like a Cossack. Um huh. he uh said in twenty fourteen with regards to Gaza, 
Quote, obviously, I prefer a nuke and pave approach, making Stero, I, I don't know how to say that, Sidero Beach, beachfront property. Um, so, yeah, he's advocated for just, like, completely bombing Gaza into oblivion. Uh, he loves Trump. Lots of Trump paraphernalia. Um, has this weird thing where, like, Trump is stamped on his head. You'll see the pictures if you go to the tweet in the show notes. Um, he's basically just, like... It's the person that you think he is. When you watch that video, when you hear what he's saying, like, it's uncomplicated. He is, like, a far-right-wing, ultra-nationalist, racist, colonialist settler. Wow. Just, it's just not complicated. It's just not complicated. That is the thing that I'm, I, 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 I'm trying to say more often, and I think, it's, I think it works really well, is that, like... Is that's the liberal take, right? Is that well, it's it, it, and conservatives to some degree, but like usually when it comes to something like Israel Palestine, like well, you know, this has been going on for thousands of years, and it's very complicated, and it's like it's not fucking complicated. Not been going on for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, uh, uh, you know, like Islam is only like fourteen hundred years old, so definitely can't be there going on go. for thousands <laughs> of years now, can it? Well, I, I think they're referring to uh, the sons of Abraham. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I, I also want to like do a little bit of reflection on this podcast. I've talked about the idea of like how we could break this sort of blue life down from being like a figment of people's imagination to just a non-existent thing. And one of the things that uh, I had talked about was like this idea of like making police duty something that is done by like regular people and maybe even like everybody on like a rotating basis or something. But for a short period of time, have it be that you eliminate cop culture by like getting rid of cop as career. And you have like the work of doing security uh, for your community as like a rotating, you know, thing that you do for maybe some period of your life. And after watching like TikTokers from the IDF as like, as like 18 year olds and stuff. Maybe I, not. I'm like, yeah. Maybe, I'm not. maybe that would go the opposite direction. And yeah. Maybe just, like, just everyone would become cops. Into cops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure how it would fall in like an American context. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know if it would end up being uh, something that would backfire horribly <laughs> and like everybody would be a blue life. Uh, and cause that's the way it sort of seems it went in Israel when everybody has to join the IDF or not has to, right? Like they go to jail if they don't join it. Yeah. They yeah. have to do like a stint in, in jail. Yeah. So it's like being like a Vietnam, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's like being a conscientious, conscientious objector. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I still think that the idea of like making it so that the police work that we do is done by people who aren't a self-selecting like lifelong gang initiation kind of situation would be an improvement. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe the universal conscription model is bad. <laughs> I guess is is ultimately what I'm considering. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Listeners, let me know. What are your thoughts How on that? How do we solve the problem of policing and the IDF? Yeah. 
just give us your your simple, straightforward answer. Your your your, yeah. a- your answer has to solve both of those intractable <laughs> problems at the same time. Pre- well, that's preferable. Well, I would you, say, yeah. you just got through saying how it's not that complicated. So. Well, yeah. Well, no, no. I mean, like the the, the idea that like it's Zionism it's not that complicated. Is, in is that really Zion- settler. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like yeah. yeah, like actual. You know, yeah. Uh, and he's oh, like he's like a horrendously racist. Yeah. Yes. Like he wears a kefia and plays dress up as a Palestinian and talks about like how stupid they are and how inbred they are and like it's colonialism is always racist. Yeah, that's it's true. It's always racist because the only way that you can steal someone's home and force them out of the land that they have lived in and that their parents lived in for generations is if you don't see them as humans yeah. or at least not as human as you are. Yeah. And you view them as an existential threat to civilization itself, which you're very conveniently defining them outside of. Right. So. Yeah. Fucked up. Oh, I do want to say though, a listener wrote in, uh, in agreement and I do stand by cops should have to wear referee uniforms. <laughs> And also drive lime green Volkswagen Beetles with the flowers on the dash. Um, I think that that would go. Oh, I had a friend in college who had a yellow bug with the flowers on the dash and somebody carved a swastika into it. Whoa. How fucked up is that? That happened at B-Dorm. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Was that Mary? No, it was uh, Lene. Lene. And and the the powerful vibes of that that cute little vehicle. It must have triggered somebody, man. They were like, this is too cute. I gotta gotta (laughs) Nazi this thing up. Or or it's someone that's just like still on some shit about Volkswagen was made by Hitler. Oh, That would be weird, but possible, yeah. I mean, where's the lie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Also, he was a stand-up, he he tried to be a stand-up comedian. He was a failed failed stand-up comedian. The person who carved that? No, I'm sorry. No, Jacob Fauci. The the, uh, set, the settler, the Long Island uh, settler. I'm instantly getting uh, uh, Joker vibes <laughs> from like that scene in the Joker where he tries to be a stand-up comedian and yeah, no he made else. a joke about catching the gay because he was standing in a picture with some men who didn't have shirts on. Wow, oh. man, yeah, that's funny. That's man. Uh, in a picture with him, so like we've talked before, especially in our um special relationship episode but about the dome of the rock and Mm -hmm. how like i have read that i've I've read takes on it when i was doing research for my undergrad thesis that like the dome of the rock it kind of dominates the uh jerusalem skyline Mm -hmm. um and it's like a well as he as one of his friends puts it a gold capped pimple um and his response to that is hopefully it will be gone soon so you have when when like it's like the second most holy the space. Third, it's the third, third holiest site in Islam, um, and like the holiest site for Palestinians, because again they're in an open air prison camp. Like so, you know when like Zionists try to tell you that like this isn't about colonialism or destroying the Palestinians or wiping them off the map, they're lying. They're lying. Like, that's the point of Zionism, is to remove every trace of Muslim presence in Jerusalem specifically, on the Temple Mount specifically, and, you know, restore it. So, yeah. what they see as restoring it. What do you guys think it would take? 
for the average Israeli to embrace a end of the state being, you know, a Jewish settler colonial state and just embrace the Palestinians as equals and be like, oh, actually, you all have equal rights. And like, sorry I about think all there the are a lot of Israelis who want that. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that, not all yeah. Israelis are like hardcore Zionists the way that. So they like have settlers are and, yeah so, in the same way that Amer- not all Americans are blue lives matter chuds oh yeah of yeah. course yeah. not yeah. Yeah. yeah um in fact most Americans have a pretty negative attitude toward the police uh, and, and their say. government yeah yeah and their government um and that uh I guess you know like they do live in in a uh, democracy which is to say they have free and fair elections as you know reported by uh, the authorities on the subject on the world stage um. So hypothetically, they could politically reform this. And so like, what would it even look like? Like a Knesset, you know, just with different representatives that had a different perspective? Like, well, I, I, there, there is some degree of uh, certainty that the fact that this latest um, bombardment and massacre happened because they're uh, coming up on like, what was it like a third election uh parliamentary election and and uh um uh uh it, it it's a it was a good way to shore up like right wing support yeah bb's escalated the conflict with the settlements um and now yeah you yeah, drum it, up a lot of support for like a far right protectionist party that's and, and you also disrupt those few palestinian parties that actually get seated in the Knesset from like doing anything and including like making uh political connections and and making a coalition governments mm-hmm. with more moderate um Jewish parties because they're busy like you know seeing if everyone's still alive. And well so. and also you terrify the like even the most liberal elements of Israeli society like among yeah. Jews because there are constantly like bomb sirens going off and you're running into your fucking bomb shelter all the time. Which makes you feel like you need, you know, a strong man and like a, a strong, you know, strong using like those obviously air quotes government. So it, if to protect you from terrifying Hamas. Yeah. Like if a one state solution that was going to be like egalitarian and maybe even like, um, uh, you know, pay some form of reparations for the, the harm being done toward the Palestinians were to happen, it would be like indicated by people like, no longer being afraid and then you know what like how would we know it was close if it were to ever happen would it just be like the a first thing would be settlements would have to stop yeah i mean that would be like the very first step to yeah. any kind of one-state solution yeah no new settlements well i guess like if you were to have like a governmental change in israel that would lead to the settlement stopping you know what i mean like what would it what would be signs for hope that like this wasn't, you know what I mean? A, a totally different parliament. I mean, yeah. yeah, you would just have to have a, an election that completely restructures power in in the Knesset. Yeah. So. Well, if if anyone is living in Israel and has any opinions on this. No uh, one is. I look at our downloads. We don't have any Israeli listeners. <laughs> well, maybe they're using a VPN. Maybe they That's don't, possible. Yeah. Maybe they don't so, want yeah. their government to know that they're uh, weed heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I'm ready for a wildflower. Sure, How about please. you guys? Yeah. Babe, you want to lead, give us the lead on this? Yeah, sure. So, um, uh, a, a while ago, 
it was it was in the like the throes of like the first big wave of the pandemic um a uh someone working in Florida state government that kind of worked on the 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 dashboard that showed you covid cases in the state uh her name's Rebecca Jones um she alleged that she was fired for quote opposition and resistance to instructions to falsify data in a government website yeah. And she described being asked to bend data analysis to fit predetermined policy and delete data from public view after questions from the press, actions she claimed, quote, represent an immediate injury to the public health, safety, and welfare, including the possibility of death to members of the public. And she just got um, whistleblower status, official whistleblower status wow. under Florida law. Wow. Because um, she had her home raided, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like she, she was she was being she, she was absolutely fired uh, after um, like getting in like the the slack or something of the this government the uh, state government it's like the just, health department right I, I I think it was basically like before she was fired she was like hey guys speak up like something bad's happening and then she was terminated and then like sued or or or, or some criminal charges were put against her for hacking into the imagine like just like. You're on the rocks in your job, and you quote, and you like you you say, "Speak up!" in the company Slack, and they charge you with like hacking, <laughs> you know? yeah, like, yeah. which is like pretty much what Ron DeSantis did. So yeah, Ron DeSantis has been like he is a fucking piece of shit. He's a horrifying guy. He is guy. a horrible, horrible, horrible person. He's going to be our president. Uh, Not I, if I have anything to do. So parody satire. Yeah, yeah I read right. field trip. Yeah. So yeah, Fl- Florida numbers have always seemed like artificially low, like weirdly low for how like uh old like case numbers for for yeah, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, given how old everyone is in the state and how they did um, like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was up to cities yeah to issue mask mandates and he tried to stop even that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um it seems, and then, you know, given this, where, like, someone in that role is saying, like, they're telling me to falsify and delete data, you know, uh, um, indicates that there's probably more of that happening that she wasn't able to stop. But now she's got these whistleblower protections that now come online and could um, help help her keep her freedom instead of getting thrown in jail or and continually harassed by the the cops but it could uh, it, it hopefully you know shed some light on what ron DeSantis has been doing so he doesn't become our president yeah i mean i'm glad that like it gives her protections but i i think that like the the big value here is hopefully we can understand what what is happening yeah you know yeah because yeah. if this does go to court and if they are able to like investigate what happened that would that would be a big deal that i is is i i it's possible that like tens of thousands of people have died that that we have no record of we have of. no record of yeah. yeah or we have a record of them dying of something that's not yeah not covid yeah like, basically the you know it's that thing where you know like always accuse your political enemy of the thing you're what doing thing you yeah, are yeah. guilty of right so like all, all these people saying like you know oh man like he got hit by a bus and then they like tested him for covid and he was positive and so like they put marked it as a covid death like 
I can very easily imagine the opposite being much more common. Yeah. Being much, yeah, much somebody more has common. a heart has a heart failure yeah. due to COVID and gets marked down as yeah. heart failure. Yeah. 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 I mean like I think I I mean you could just look at like the excess deaths mm-hmm. in in Florida and you'd probably see a higher number, I'm thinking. I haven't looked lately, but excess deaths are just like, you know, it's actually pretty normal how many people die in any given normal year and then like anything above that is excess deaths yeah yeah, it's caused by something uh, like a like a pandemic so so we had uh, uh early on championed uh vietnam for being like you know punching way above its weight uh per capita in terms of um like clamping down and like helping people who were diagnosed with by like sending them direct food and shit to, like so that they could stay locked down and everything um and the, we also talked uh, especially on the indie episode about just how like our incredibly inegalitarian way of spreading vaccine production throughout the world uh, would come back to bite us. And it's coming back to bite people um, everywhere. Uh, and so Vietnam is now going through like, I think this month they had a huge explosion of like the new variants that have been, oh, uh, you know, developing and like, um, in Britain and in India and that they're like highly, highly communicable and they've been studying them in the, um, in the labs and also, uh, Japan, uh, which already, and we, we talked about how in some of these, uh, Asian cultures, like the normalization of wearing masks has already been there for like decades. Mm -hmm. And despite that, and despite mask mandates and everything else, um, you know, the Japan's going through, it's like third wave right now and it's real bad. And they're still planning on doing the Olympics, which is so, it's so stupid. And the vast majority of people in Japan don't want it to happen. Do they realize we didn't have Olympics for like, 2000 years <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not like, no, it's the, fine to the, skip the, one year we, you know like we've been doing this for thousands of years <laughs> it goes all the way back to you know the ancients on mount olympus um and everyone was naked and it was <laughs> and they were blown out and it's a rich it tradition. was super straight yeah and like you know the it's a tradition that that must go on despite everything um but really like almost every city uh, that has hosted the olympics like the like the the leadership of the city is always like super fucking psyched and like everybody in the city is like no Ugh. please please no yeah. <laughs> like please make it go away it's they tried horrible. to get the olympics in tampa one year and they were just like your roads are too shitty <laughs> way too <laughs> shitty and tampa was like okay well we can do better we can get them in shape and that didn't happen they tried really hard yeah. but it didn't they didn't get it done fast enough yeah. Well, yeah, I, fuck the Olympics. It's stupid. It's so dumb. I think we should just have an Olympics, but for esports, and then we can all just like be in our little bubbles yeah, and you know our homes fine. and not spreading communicable diseases. And you know, we'll just like see who does the best trick shots. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they could, there's ways you could do the Olympics that wouldn't be such like you could have the gymnastics in. Yeah, you could, do, you could do it all over and the world. <laughs> you could do, like, different... Yeah, there's no fucking reason for, like, millions of people to cram into a single city that was made for significantly fewer numbers of people. It's yeah, but, just so dumb. But the so contractors, stupid. who's going to build these mega stadiums uh, and that are never going to be used ever again? And yeah. that is exactly... That's all that it is. It's just a, it's just a cash cow. Yeah, it's a way to sink money in uh, that is just, like, floating around the planet. Yeah. yeah. It's called a... a 
David Harvey calls it a spatial fix for capital. Or you just like, I need to build a big fucking thing so I can get a return on investment. And so, yeah, you built my, my favorite uh, leftover uh, Olympics thing is like the gigantic, I think it was like the biggest gymnasium ever built or something for the Beijing Olympics. And now like the building itself isn't used at all. And the enormous parking lot is used for driver's tests. Cool. Like that's, that's what it, that's what it's used for now. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I also just, uh, I was just looking it up and as of May, there's something in May 11th on floridapolitics.com that says that the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation estimates that um, the death toll in Florida is 41% higher than the state records show. Jesus so instead of Christ. Wow. So instead of 35,783 deaths that Florida actually acknowledges, it's probably closer to 50,000. Damn, those are just like some Cuomo numbers. Yeah. Yeah, think about that. Wow. Yeah. What a lovely wildflower. <laughs> well, you know. As always, we try. Yeah, good we good on Rebecca Jones. Thank you for telling the truth. That's um, the prerequisite for us to be able to do anything better. Yep. Yeah. You know, and like, it's hard. It's really hard, especially as a representative of government, you know, that's like hell bent on like causing as much harm as possible. And we also need examples of whistleblow- whistleblowers getting protections so that other people can feel safe. Yeah. Because when she came out and was so severely punished and mm-hmm. harassed over mm-hmm. it, that sends a very strong message to other people who maybe have some important fucking information that they should be sharing with us. Yeah. Which so, is why they do that, right? Yeah. Which is why the government does that. Which is why the that. government yeah. does that, or why it doesn't do it, depending. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's really important. It's like, you know, you could um, blow the whistle, and yeah, you're going to get arrested, and like, yeah, you're going to have your home raided, and like, maybe your dog's killed, but like, probably within about a year, retroactively, (laughs) you'll be vindicated, and we'll talk about it on some small leftist podcasts, and you know... (laughs) 400 people will hear about it. Yeah, and like... Oh, God. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) All right. Um, Next episode, 100. I did not think when we first started that we would would do this 100 more times. Yeah, the big 100. Yeah. Um, And I'm so glad that we have, because I love doing this with you guys. A century of ironweeds. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Yeah, I really didn't expect it to go 100 episodes either. And uh, who knows where where it'll go. A thousand. Yeah. A million. Yeah, just... Keep keep log scaling. It. Oh, a, a century even... is a thousand, isn't it? No, a century is a hundred. It's a hundred. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got it. Phew. Okay. <laughs> I thought I made an ass of myself. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's millennium is yeah, a thousand. Yeah. Millennium, yeah, millennium yeah. is yeah. a thousand. Yeah, that's Wh- why all millennials are a thousand years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, our souls are. We are the. Uh, what do they call them? The. What's that stupid name? Uh, for... Geriatric millennials? No, 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 no. no. That's, that's, a, that's a new thing that's coming up. Yeah, it is. Is that me? I don't like it. We don't need to be dividing lines within millennials. We got to stick yeah. together. Yeah. Um, it's anyone uh, born before 85. No, it's like Star Child or something like it's. I don't remember. You know what? Never mind. This is. I might cut Aquarius? off the Aquarius? Yeah, something it's about like, astrology. Yeah, it's some kind of weird, like occult shit. Anyway, um, so send us your. Uh, questions or comments or anything that you want us to talk about on the show. We've already got a couple of good ones. Um, send well, we us need more. more. We need more. So much more. We, we need a lot more. You. Yeah. You know, prompts for content. Yeah. Because we don't want to have to work for the 100th. <laughs> yeah. All right. In fact, we're going to take a week off. So we are taking the first ever week off. Yeah. We have not taken a week off since we started the show almost two years ago. <laughs> but I am going to Florida to see my parents. Hell yeah. And their dogs. Hell yeah. 
Um, I haven't been in like almost two years, so I'm very excited about that. So yeah, we just, we tried to like figure out, but then we just decided to take the week off. So we will see you the week after that. Yeah. Now you got two whole extra weeks to come up with some good questions. So literally no excuses. Fill that inbox. Yeah. Fill up my fucking inbox. (laughs) And uh, you can tweet us. Ironweeds pod. Instagram us. Ironweeds pod. Send us an email with your questions at Ironweeds pod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.